MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on Primetime Action, live from the South Point, Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. Glad you could uh, hang with us for the Vikings of the Steelers. Uh, I am glad that I am not betting replays tonight because that, <laughs> that call was overturned. Chase Claypool down by contact. His shin was down. Uh, but then on third and short, Steelers didn't get there. Najee Harris got tripped up. Punt when ret- anyone within 10 yards of on, Jefferson right On the there. punt coverage, no one was within 10 yards of D.D. Westbrook. And now on the first play from scrimmage, nobody's within 10 yards of Justin Jefferson. This is terrible, they, they terrible guard, performance. Hot take: They should guard Justin Jefferson. Racket. Yeah, it's only yeah, <laughs> it's only the best player on the field. But yeah, I mean, you know, Look at <laughs> this has been a terrible sequence for the Steelers, and it continues. Here's a little three-yard run. All so right, automatic, automatic bet on this on the second half Steelers because the oh sure the Vikings are Vikings gonna can't blow stand this lead. Can't like, stand this kind like of automatic. Um. A little, little fact here. I think you mentioned it when we were on air, but Bryce Young wins the Maxwell mm-hmm. Award for College Football Player of the Year. The Maxwell winner has won the Heisman six of the last seven seasons. The only exception, 2018, Tua won the Maxwell while Kyler won the Heisman. Oregon has officially reached out to Chip Kelly, by the way, for the uh, opening. There's Dalvin. Dalvin. Dalvin inside the red zone. What are we doing? What did you say Steelers defense was ranked? Because they're living up to it. <laughs> yeah. 27th uh, DVOA and 23rd by PFF. And they've got players. They look terrible. Um, also, uh, wouldn't be surprised if a certain uh, coach in Jacksonville got contacted for that Oregon job. But that's just me. 
Kelly, let's update the scores. Yeah, we'll uh, start in the NFL. So this game's 6 nothing right now. We are end of the first quarter. Live numbers here. We've got Vikings 11 and a half. 11, 11 and a half, 44 and a half. Looks like the consensus total in this game. Over in the NBA, few ga- few games in action. Jazz all over the 76ers, 97 to 88 minutes left. Eight minutes left in that game. The Grizzlies on top of the Lakers, 56 to 53. A minute 20 left in the second quarter. The Lakers, a live favorite, one and a half point favorite, 226 and a half the live total. Spurs up on the Nuggets, 37 to 29. Three seconds left in the first quarter. Still, Spurs five and a half point live favorite, 226 and a half is your live total over in college basketball. Purdue bouncing back. They are up now on Rutgers 65 to 59, 250 remaining in that game. Well, that's way closer. Yeah. yeah. On the ice, uh, we got a few games in action. Lightning up on the Maple Leafs, 4-2, end of the second period. If you wanted to hop in on uh, the Maple Leafs, you'd get plus 625. 8.5 is the live total there, shaded heavily to the under. Blackhawks lead the Canadiens, 1-0, 12-50 left in that game. Chicago minus 650 live. Montreal plus 450, 2.5 your live total. Ducks and Blue Jackets, 1-1 apiece. Third period just getting started. Blue Jackets minus one 125 live ducks minus 105 four and a half your live total predators and islanders two apiece two minutes left in the second period islanders minus 120 predators minus 110 six and a half the total uh blues up on the red wings two to nothing 17 and a half minutes left in the second period blues minus 900 live red wings plus 575 and five and a half your live total all right more football games on sunday new orleans at the jets alvin Kamara. Appears to be a go, so does Taysom Hill with the mallet finger. Saints favored by five and a half. Uh, real quick on that Lakers game. Kelly, you said they were just, just like one point? Yeah. One point? Um, if you wanted to, if you were looking to try to get in on the Lakers, one thing that really stands out in this box score here. Turnovers! 13 <laughs> first-half turnovers. Because they were shooting 59% yeah. from the field and 53% like, from three. Yeah. And they, I, was, I was looking at that earlier. Yes. I was like, oh, I'm going to get in the Lakers. Like I said I was going to do before the game. And then, yeah, I'm like, what's what's going on here? Yeah, we were oh, talking 13, 13 first-half turnovers. That is just insanity. LeBron James' line right now is 11 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 blocks, and 5 turnovers in the first half. Goodness. Yeah. So anyway, just something to something to keep a keep an eye on there because that's if you did want to get on the Lakers, that's going to regress. They are not going to turn the ball over like at that rate. Um, yeah. So this is the game I think I have the pretty much the least amount of interest in. I don't have a clear I don't have a clear idea of how Taysom Hill is going to play. Thirty one year old quarterback air quote quarterback with mallet finger. I mean, you outfit know, themselves that, for him. Yeah. That's, that started, you know, a handful of games. And the, the only thing that we do know is, is at least in the small sample size that we do have, whenever he has played Alvin Kamara has not been a huge part of the passing game. Like at Taysom, Taysom Hill, for whatever reason, doesn't want to, or does not check the ball down very often. And so, Oh boy. All right. Third and 10 for the Vikings. You're, you're live. You're live. Gil. <laughs> Um, Make a stop. 
And, and so, you know, I mean, maybe you look at some some under-receiving stuff or something like that for Kamara, but that's that's really about it for me in this one. I mean, I think the line's fairly appropriate. You put it in no man's land. We don't really know what we're getting on either yeah. side of the ball. Corey Davis for the Jets is having core muscle surgery, so he's gone. So they're down one of their their guys that, you know, look. It's like we're talking with the Zach Wilson thing. It's like, so at the end of this year, you know what the narrative is going to be. He's oh, bust. This guy, he's no good. He's wearing He had he didn't any play his team around him yeah. the whole the whole year long. Yeah. Like it's another one of these situations where we're going. Like, how do we really even have any idea what this what this guy is? Oh, just out of the reach of Jefferson. Uh, it'll be Greg Joseph time. He's already missed a field goal and an extra point. This should be fun. Just missed it. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm I'm completely with you on the Jets thing. No man's land. I don't want any part of that game either. San Francisco at Cincinnati. This moved towards the Niners today. San Francisco's a two-point favorite in this game. We didn't get any word on Debo, so we're not really quite sure why it did what it did. Although Joe Mixon, you said Joe Mixon was not at practice today. Illness, non-COVID. You like the Bengals here. You always like the Bengals. Well, I'm I'm at least considering them certainly in a in a game where you know we would we would be able to get them you know up to up to eight points. Hey, Ooh, just snuck it in. There we go. Nine to nothing, Mike. There we go. Um, because you know one of the things I was really trying to figure out here was were they going to have all of their weapons? What does Joe Burrow look like? How's that situation where is he if he wasn't going to practice on on Thursday, which was today? If he wasn't going to practice on Thursday with that pinky finger, then then obviously they're really worried about it. That wasn't the case. He did go practice. T Higgins gets back out at practice again, so. You you looks like you're going to have a full strength squad here, as full strength as you could be with, you know, a, a quarterback that dislocated his pinky last week. But I assume that that super you know yeah I mean but he's got a super pinky we said so he's he's going to be fine um, with the mixing situation like you mentioned it's it's a non COVID illness t- type deal so you would expect that he's going to be out there unless it's like the flu or something you know you know that would be like the only thing I think that would could keep him out of this game on the. On the San Francisco side of things, it does look like Jeff Wilson is going to be able to go after all for them. So when we're reading off all of those running backs that have been banged up for them, we're saying, oh, it looks like they're they're going to have to go with Michael Hasty. Jeff Wilson was back in practice. It looks like he's going to be the guy that's going to be able to go for them. But Debo, like you mentioned, I mean, he, he was an official. I don't know if there was news that got out earlier today because he was out at practice, and maybe that maybe, that maybe people were like, oh, okay, well, he's out there. But it, it, the practice report came out. He was an official. You know, DNP, which did, did not practice. And so I don't know if him just being out there, taking in, viewing is a good sign of him playing, or if it's just like, hey, he he's a good teammate, wants to be out there. And, and for those who are wondering, hey, wait a minute, he's not a quarterback. Does he actually move a line? There's some people that estimate he does matter a point and a half or two to a line with the Niners. Well, and just our anecdotal yeah. eye, you know, eye test thing here. Like th- this this team was, was pretty dynamic on whenever he was able to come in and do the little jet sweep stuff. Line up in the backfield is just a true running back. Then he was almost what him doing all of that almost created additional opportunities. Then we saw the the reemergence of Brandon Ayuk came out of nowhere, right? right? Because people are like trying to figure out what Debo's doing. And next thing you know, Brandon Ayuk is actually having <laughs> in the same reaction. It's just funny, right? I know it's like it's it, like a it's like a tree slowly collapsing. But just, it's just sad because it's like rewind seven years ago, Big Ben drops back looking deep, yeah, and then. It's like now just crumbles over. Well, no, so remember his sad. thing was like he could have three guys yeah. draped on him and he right. would still get out of it. Now it's just like, look, it's you know, yeah. uh, <laughs> And like the drive's already over, right? <laughs> like after one play, it's like second and 19. Here we go again. <laughs> Seven dropbacks, two sacks, three knockdowns so far tonight. 
for Ben. And we still have 14 minutes left in the second quarter. Thing is, they got that miss, and it was like, okay. And now nothing has gone their way since. It's going to be third and 16. Deep in their own territory. Yeah, so so basically where I'm going with this is if the practice report looks good tomorrow for Cincinnati and that then and I'm still able to get them at a at a two or a point and a half and get that thing across the the three and the seven. I'll probably end up adding them to one of these other teaser legs that I really like this week. I think there are a couple that are pretty appetizing, specifically that that Broncos one, the the Denver one. But yeah. um you know, again, I'll see what this looks like again. But if, if Burrow's full practice, if T. Higgins is full practice, if Debo is still either you know DNP or limited or something like that, then I think that'll probably lead me to a to a teaser. Uh, I don't. Now. I don't think I'm. I'm right there with you on the Bengals. I don't think you're gonna be able to tie it to the Broncos though. That's that's ten flat everywhere here. Oh, did that just? <laughs> yeah, that fly? flew up. Yeah. After all, I, would, the, would the Lions have out today? I don't even know how many guys missed practice. It was like it was like bug. a quarter of the team or something today for the flu. All right, uh, Cowboys in Washington. You and I are oppo on this. I'm on Washington. You're on the Cowboys. Uh, Tony Pollard, torn left plantar fascia that he incurred on that long touchdown run versus the Saints a week ago. Um, that's huge. He's a game-time decision. He's things you would have liked to have known before you placed your weight. Yeah, I mean, I definitely would have liked to have known. Is this like a Big Ben clone? Is there a punter? Like, this guy is like oh, yeah, Presley Harvin. He's a large guy. guy yeah. He is a large human being. Yeah. By the way, this I just noticed this note from Warren. Oh, nice uh, whiff on the tackle. By the way, <laughs> notice this note from Warren Sharp. Chase Claypool did not play a single play that last position. Yeah, yeah, I would do the same thing. Oh, flag punt. on a kickoff. I was say, flag on a punt. punt, punt. Yep, Gil, this is this is the, we should have flag on a punt. How is there? There, there probably is props on. Someone should put that. Yeah. On. All right, we'll get Matt's thoughts on yeah, Cowboys we'll Washington, and we'll do the rest of this rapid fire plus the circle lines coming up. Beeson's primetime action. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. 
I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime action live from the South Point. Don't forget about our VSIN holiday offer $99 midseason football special. Everything we offer uh, for $99 plus $20 back in credit at the VSIN store. How about that? It's all at VSIN.com slash subscribe. Cousins over the top, Justin Jefferson, pitch and catch. The Steelers, I, I cannot say this enough. The Steelers on special teams, on defense, and on offense, I believe that's the three phases of a football game, look terrible. They, yeah, they should uh, maybe consider doubling him or something here because this is this is getting embarrassing. We the, the re- He's so wide the open. The receivers are wide open, Justin Jefferson specifically, right? In a Devontae Adams kind of way. Like, he's the only guy you got to cover right now. Thielen's out. The special team, like D.D. Westbrook has 10 yards in front of him when he's returning punts. <laughs> Dalvin Cook, Cook just has 12 yards every time. He has a four-lane <laughs> highway in front of him when he gets, gets the carry, which he just did again. And Big Ben is, it's, it's, it's just shameful to watch at this point with Big Ben. So it's like, there's nothing to say. And Chase Claypool, is, we didn't even bring up. Who apparently has been this team's gonna drive at least has nuts. been benched for a series. Who has, who has been benched for at least a series. This team's gonna drive me nuts, and I'm not talking about the Steelers. I'm talking about the Vikings because I wanted to bet this game. Yeah, you know, it's like I I feel like they have the better team. I feel like they have better players, but you can't trust them. No, and you can't. 
this game's coming down to but the I wire. But I do have a... Uh, this game's coming down to the wire. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Steelers I do have, have a, yes, a yes playoff taken on them, so I guess I'm still rooting for it. Playoffs! Playoffs! <laughs> Playoffs. By the way, this uh, right here, ladies and gentlemen, that is uh, uh, 40 American dollars is what I that is. It's coming out of Matt's eggnog budget. I hated to have to part with that, but... But uh, I also feel good about it that it wasn't Conklin. So, <laughs> in a weird way, I'm kind of glad to part with it because uh, if that had been Conklin, that would have been that have been rough. Big note from the crack staff downstairs. Mm-hmm. I forgot about earlier, and I know I know Matt Brown had money on this game. Uh, women's college basketball. UConn loses to Georgia Tech, fifty-seven to forty-four. Oh my goodness! UConn women's first loss to an unranked team since twenty twelve. They had a two hundred and thirty-nine game winning. Streak. And they got crushed. Yeah, crushed. Lost by thirteen. Oh my goodness! Why? <sighs> I mean, are there ten Steelers out there? What is happening? You see receivers this open? No, oh. this this is wild. This is so this, the Vikings just matriculating just outside the red zone now, I guess, or, or not quite to, <laughs> outside the red zone. But they're it's like they're playing off all the all the receiver. I know, obviously, he lined up on the line, tight end lined up on the line. But the uh, you're talking about all this space they're giving them, and it's like they're not adjusting at all. Let's call it field goal range. First and ten for the Vikings at their own twenty-nine, or excuse me, at the Steelers twenty-nine. All right, Cowboys still, Washington. There's still time in that that forty seconds left for one more turnover. They finished the first half with fourteen turnovers. Did the Lakers? Oh, so gosh, well, one more turnover in that last forty seconds just to just to finish the first half with with a, with a cool fourteen. Also, word from downstairs. Whoa, Purdue basketball we, just lost. I just looked up Rutgers upsets number one ranked Purdue seventy to sixty eight, and they're storming the court at Sunge and the State University of New Jersey. And um, and. 57 people listening just go, Purdue was number one? <laughs> what? <laughs> we did that last night. Dalvin so, Cook, off tackle, goodbye, not uh, anyone having touched him. It was actually up the middle. He bounced it. Not a single finger on him. What are we watching? Just keep scoring. I didn't need perts. Over 43 and a half. 15 to nothing Vikings. Are you seeing this? This is wild. The Steelers get uh, are, We've replaced your Pittsburgh Steelers with random humans. So does Zimmer just go fully into the shell here now? Actually, oh my God. there might not be the opportunity to because, like, that would have been a play he probably would have called, and then, I mean, he's, he housed it. He tried to run it into the line, <laughs> and then Dalvin just bounced it outside. Wow. 16 to nothing. Cowboys, Washington, your thoughts? Yeah, so I'm on Cowboys at three and a half. I don't know. I mean, why did this move a point? What was what what went on where this moved I don't a know. point? Like I, I didn't just Cowboys backers. Or? I didn't get that though on what Monday when it moved. Like this is around where it opened, and then it moved to like three and a half. And I didn't really get it on Monday when the move that move came from the Washington side. So it's back really where it opened. Yeah, I, I don't know. So it had yeah. gotten to five at one point, I believe. It um, so yeah, when it dipped to three and a half, I went ahead and, and I just thought it was a little too, thought that was a little too short for this. And, and mainly, what it comes down to is very, very, very simple for me here is the the Washington secondary has really struggled all year long. I'm assuming that the Cowboys are going to be full strength at the wide receiver position with all three of those guys. I just have a, a tough time in trying to figure out how. 
Washington's going to be able to cover all three of those guys. And so that's really just the the, the nuts and bolts of this thing for me, right? It's just oh, a – Mike, I'm sorry to interrupt. Did you see the way Rutgers won that game? It was a frenzied prayer three. Oh. To win that game. Oh, my God. They were down 68 to 67. Mere seconds left on the clock, and it's sort of a running one-hand three-point bomb. 70 to 68 Rutgers. Wow. Sorry, man. I like it. I like Yeah, I mean, so it's a it's a team here that, you know, in Washington, they're 30th overall pass defense, 25th overall pass defense, according to Pro Football Focus. If you look at yards per pass, given up 28th in the league as well. Um and then third down defense has been really, really rough for them as well. Dead last in the league in third down defense. Can't really get the teams off off the field. And so, you know, look, the Cowboys didn't look great last week. The Mari situation certainly didn't help. I'm assuming that another week removed from the COVID is going to uh, to help him play more snaps. I could be wrong. And then we're looking kind of at a game like we saw this past week where the offense can look pretty, pretty clunky. But um, I'm going to assume – uh, better health for Amari Cooper, more reps, more route, more routes run for him in that, and then you couple that with Lamb and Gallup and and, and the secondary woes that Washington has had is just. Uh, and then, like I said uh, yesterday, I mean the Logan Thomas thing to me is is bigger than most people are giving it credit for. Certainly a playmaker for them when they're not really getting playmakers outside of Terry McLaurin um, right now. So I'm a. Uh, I, I I I think the three and a half was was short. Uh, you know, on the other side of four, I guess you could you could make a case that maybe that's not not something you'd be looking at. But I, I thought the three and a half was short. Bills at Bucks. Um, besides the Monday night game, this is the marquee matchup of the uh, daytime anyway. Buccaneers favored by three and a half. Now it was three all week. Now it's three and a half. Yeah, I took the three. On the buck, I'm playing a bunch of short favorites this week. I mean, I, I'm sure somebody's going to prove me wrong, and, and I'm going to look like an idiot on some of these. But I'm play, I played a bunch of short favorites this week, and the Bucks being another one of those. This is just another. It comes down to I have the Bucks super highly power ranked. I think that they're one of the real contenders in in the NFL. And when you kind of look at those top three teams for me, Chiefs, Bucks, Cardinals, I think. I think those three teams are like super, super, like actual, real, real contenders, yeah. and, and and the Bills, even though they're in my top ten this week, are are not. And so, we've seen this Bills team get get bullied multiple times this year. I don't understand how they're going to fix that in a week. I don't understand how they're going to do it against this Bucks team. And then also, let's let's say that that not only. From a running back perspective, as, as Leonard Fournette looked like the guy that, you know, basically that everyone thought he was going to be whenever he came out of college. But you, you still have on the passing side of things here from the Bills aspect, and we didn't see it come into play this past week because, as we know, the, the historic three forward pass game that just happened because of that weather conditions. But so we hadn't seen the full impact of the Bills losing Tredavious White yet either, right? I mean, this is the mm-hmm. this is a literally a top five cornerback in all the NFL. That's no longer going to be on the on the field for for the Bills, and so now you've got Gronk, you've got Evans, and you've got Godwin coming to town to go along with what they're able to do in the run game with with uh, with Lenny so far. So I, I just I think that they're pretty much at every level is pr- going to be going to be pretty tough for the Bills to be able to compete. And you guys were calling last week, hey, why are there not more Josh Allen runs, Josh Allen runs? And yeah. probably they should have done that. But then you look at this this matchup here, and if there's ever a team where Josh Allen runs are not going to be 
not going to work all that great. It's against this gigantic front that they've got with Vita Vea and all these guys that run. And then, by the way, they also have Devin White at linebacker that runs a 4-4. And so you're going to be running Josh right. Allen, like, all over the place with a with a linebacker that not only can run him down but also, like, decapitate him along the way. So I think it's not really a, a, a good game plan from that aspect either from, from this. It's just personnel matchup here with, with Devin White being, you know, as ridiculously fast as he is at that linebacker position really neutralizes what, what Josh Allen can do with his legs as well. So I, I really do like the Bucks in this one. I'm sure one of these games that I'm saying that I'm on that I really like is going to prove me to be an idiot, but I, I think the Bucks win this one handily. I'm with you on the Buccaneers. I bet it at three as well. Buccaneers hosting the Bills late game on Sunday. Uh, 16 to nothing. Vikings over the Steelers. Steelers again with another third and long, third and seven in their own territory with a 27 left in the half, and Big Ben just gets smoked from behind. And so the Steelers will have to punt it away once again. It looked like a clear false start to me. but Another, another three and out for the Pittsburgh Steelers. This has been quite a first half of football. By the way, UConn, three guards out, including Paige Beckers, their best player for six to eight weeks. Didn't go well for them tonight. Coming back, more football, VEASAN's primetime action. Primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Bowl Betting Guide is almost here with everything you need to bet smarter on every bowl game. This year's guide provides matchup analysis on every bowl game, including insights, trends, data, and predictions to help you make your best bets. The guide is designed to give you an edge whether you're betting on every game, playing contests, or just want to find a few key high value props. The guy drops December thirteenth. Oh gosh, Cousins misses a Just wide open. Just airmailed a wide open Jefferson. <laughs> College football betting guide December thirteenth. Four days from now. Veasan.com slash subscribe. Only cost nineteen ninety nine. I was just about to say. So this is, by the way, that was a third and short, wasn't it? So this is one of those where the guy is so wide open that he took a little off of it, and yeah, it like and, 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 and it sailed on him. Sailed, and Jefferson still almost made an amazing catch. Uh they're going for it fourth and one because why not? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's that's yeah. a very good explanation. Yeah. Because why not? Yeah, it's at point. midfield. Dalvin Cook is getting about 4,000 <laughs> yards a carry on pace for a 200-yard night. Cousins does sneak. He's got it. Look at them. Good sneak job. Sneak for a first down. Uh, and I said this off air to Kelly. I said, I don't want to like be a prisoner of the moment thing, but this might be the worst performance in a half of football in all three phases of the game that I remember from any team this year, and that includes the Houston Texans. This is just by the nature of how open the opposing wide receivers are, how much room the opposing punt returner has, and how destroyed their offense is getting on every play. And now that you even specify it like that, all three phases, you're you're absolutely right. I don't I don't remember watching a game this year that all three phases looked so pathetic. And throw in a missed field goal on top of yeah. it. You, if 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 you're if you're keeping track at home, we have a we have Dalvin Cook at 129 yards in the first half with six minutes left, and to we go. couldn't believe he's active. Yeah, and 129 yards on nine carries. <laughs> on nine uh, carries, Jefferson's got five for 67, and would have had a whole lot more if if Cousins hadn't have, have airmailed him right there. He'd be over 100 in the first in the first half as well. Man. Cousins, wide open. Too easy. Too easy. Inside the 30 again, first and 10. I think we're getting to a point where even the Vikings 
can hold on to can this hold lead. on can hold on to this can lead. win this yeah. by more than one score. Yeah, like I know I we talked think. about all our live betting. Like, yeah. I, do you have any? You can't possibly have any interest on getting out the steal. I made points. my one bet. It was a I, what I thought was a greatly timed bet. After that, it was a terrible bet in the end. They Steelers, are live. Yeah. Vikings nineteen and a half point live favorite. If you wanted to get it on the Steelers money line, you can get fourteen to one. Yeah, who's betting that? Like you can't. From you what you've cannot. seen so far, just domination. Five minutes left in the half, sixteen to nothing already in field goal range again. What is the total yards in this game? I mean, that Dalvin Cook number alone is eye opening. Yeah, that's a good question. But if you, but if you right go now. to uh, total yards here, total yard two sixty three to thirty four. Two sixty three <laughs> to thirty four. Yeah, that's oh, the man. first half. Two sixty three to thirty four. And the Steelers are coming off a dramatic win against. Here's my question to you: What does this tell you about the Ravens now? The fact that the Steelers were able to beat them on Sunday, like what? What does this tell you about that team? Eight point eight yards per play for the Vikings. One point eight yards per play for Steelers. Well, that Gill and uh, you know the Lions are are really really good, right? Like they. <laughs> They absolutely should have should have had a win earlier. I don't even I didn't think about that, but yeah, but I mean, <laughs> no, I hear what you're yeah. saying though. Like, yeah, yeah, we've been dogging the Ravens for the past couple of weeks, but yeah, you're right. This makes it looks even worse. TJ Watt on the sidelines, hmm, and a stoppage of play for some reason. This is one of those like this is one of those like games and box scores that could get out of hand. I forget which one it was earlier in the year, but it, where you're like. Looking at Ben Roethlisberger, five for seven for 39 yards. But, no, they only have 17 passing yards because he's been sacked three times for a total of 22 yards. But it's like, what else could go wrong? Uh, you know what would be worse if T.J. Watt were sidelined? Well, there you go. There's, there's <laughs> that, too. Oh, man. What a – just remember when we had the like, run a couple years ago, horrible Thursday night performances, game after game after game? This is worthy of that. Like, what are we watching here? 428 left. Third and 10, though. Trying to hold them to a field goal. See what happens here. I'm playing uh, playing Dustin Poirier as well this weekend. Oh, you are? Yeah. What's the number on it? Minus 150-ish. Somewhere in there. Cousins, first down. What do you know? Third and long. Pitch and catch. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. We will have yeah. uh, Nick Kalikas on tomorrow. Oh, we'll some stuff with the UFC. Okay. Wes Reynolds in for Wes Reynolds Matt Brown. In for Matt. Date night for Jordan Sherwood, so he won't be with us. Oh. Date big, night. Big time, yes. Date night, is it? Yep. Yep. There you go. Yeah, it's uh it's he he's just as he is as complete a fighter as, as you're gonna see right now and and this is this is this is the, this is the moment here. I heard now. some some people were oppo on that. that I'm, they, sure, I'm, yeah. I'm sure I'm sure I mean look the, plus money on, on Olivera's Minimally enticing or whatever, but Dustin's just better overall everywhere. I'll jump on there with you. Just he's he's better overall everywhere. This is first since the McGregor fight, or has he fought since? Um, no, this because he he they they were waiting on yeah yeah they were waiting on the big 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 Dolores. All right, well, 
Vikings while we watch this drive. So here, let's just should we just flash up Matt's graphic of bets? Let's just yeah, we'll that. go through everybody's here. Here you go, Matt. Yeah, so uh, we talked about three of the games. The other one's just that that Cardinals at two and a half. I went ahead and got on that last night um, after we talked about it a little bit. I mean, it's it's a <laughs> nine more. It's it's not hard easy. not it's hard to concentrate. Not Every more. play is like oh, there's another nine <laughs> for Dalvin. Yeah, I went ahead on this Cardinals. It, look. It, prove, it, prove me wrong. Like I said, I played a bunch of short favorites this week, and and it's a it's a deal. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong that that this Cardinals team isn't legit, isn't for real, isn't one of the actual legitimate Super Bowl contenders. And and I didn't pull a trigger on this. I didn't pull the trigger on this without you know watching a game I didn't want to watch last week. I want I didn't want to watch the Cardinals and the Bears, but I watched that game to see what we were going to get. Out of Kyler Murray, specifically, is a look ahead to this, right? And that's going to be a touchdown. Barely touched this time. What a beatdown. Mike, is my over not going to get there even with this? Because they're not going to, I'm going to get no help from the Steelers from the at all. Steelers, yeah. I'm going to say it again. This is the worst half of football I've seen from any team all year. How is this team? This team is five and seven. How is this team five and seven? It is incredible. Well, how's the, the other team six, five, away. and one? Yeah. And that's the main question. They're not touching Dalvin Cook. 144 yards now. One in the first forty-four, he's on pace to set an NFL record. <laughs> if anyone great. was wondering, that's two hundred and eighty-eight. Yeah, just, just under. Tweet in those same game parlays of Dalvin Cook, two plus touchdowns, uh, over a hundred yards, over two hundred yards. That's gonna cash for about ninety oh, to one tonight. Not a shocker. Oh, that last run put him up to 167. And so they're, they're just flashing up. 167 yards rushing for the Vikings is the most by any team in any half this season in the NFL. <laughs> and, and that 167 yards rushing, if they could do like some sort of stat on how, how often, like how deep downfield on average they're getting touched, would probably also be a record. They messed that stat up because Madison has three carries for 20. Uh, Dalvin Cook's only got 144, so they they jacked that up. Three yards aren't accounted for. Is what you're saying? They, well, the Kirk Cousins sneak. Mm-hmm. Oh, did they just say that was a, just team. as a team? Yes, oh, that wasn't, team. that wasn't the uh, that yeah, wasn't just the team. Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Cooks at 144, Madison's at 20, and then the Kirk Cousins sneak are the uh, yeah. are where the yardages are coming. From. And, and not to me, he's still throwing for 124 to go along with all that. I'm screenshotting these halftime stats. Steelers do have 220 to work with the football, though. <laughs> Anything could happen. All right, so Bucks, Cowboys, Browns, Cardinals are your sides. Yeah, um, and like I said, on that Cardinals, it's just it's it's one of those things like you know, prove me wrong, game, prove me wrong, and and. and a lot of times when we've kind of drawn this line in the sand so far this season, we've done pretty well. I mean, it's it's we've. We've latched onto a team that we think is is better than another team that the other, that the market kind of disagrees with us, and I think that we've I think that we've done pretty well in these in these scenarios, right? I mean, this this Cardinals team has done nothing to prove to us that they are not as legit as they've shown so far. And again, this past week, I watched intently that game to see if it was like the Kyler Murray that we've that, that we expect, and it was the Kyler Murray that we expect, and so. I got on that. Uh, Broncos, Seahawks at a uh, at a, at two and a point and a half. Falcons, Seahawks at eight and a half and two. We're missing one on there. Um, 
I don't remember which one it is. We shortchanged one. Yeah, but um, but outside of that, that's um, yeah. So I have Falcons Seahawks. I have Broncos Falcons, and I also have Broncos Seahawks. So um, it's missing the Broncos Falcons leg of that. All right, we'll go over mine. We'll go over Kelly's. A little horse collar there by the Vikings. So just north of two minutes here. The Steelers try to get something out of this drive. Score! Down 20 down 23 to nothing. First and 10 near midfield. We shall see. Rest of our bets next. Visa's primetime action. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. 
I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime action live from the South Point, Gil, Matt, and Kelly. Uh, Steelers going nowhere. Down 23 to nothing, third and 11, back uh, on their side of the field. Flag will do that to you. You know what my dad used to say when I was a kid when, uh, when the team would have two consecutive plays? Penalties or sacks or whatever. Two consecutive plays where they went backwards. My dad, my dad would be, Jesus Christ, they're going the wrong way. <laughs> that was his big football in- <laughs> That was his big football inside back in the day. Maybe we get one more score here. Uh, oh, for your own. Oh, my, oh God. my God. Oh, my I thought, God. I thought he dropped the ball. Najee, you should probably pick that guy up. Is that his fifth sack? Is that the fifth sack? Fourth. So, again, I'm just going to say this one more time. <sighs> this is the worst half of, like, Nobody picks up anybody here. It's like the worst fundamental football you'll see. Just jailbreak. Bang. (laughs) (laughs) Najee's like, which guy do I have to go? I'm not going to get either one. (laughs) Big Ben screaming at Mike Tomlin here about something. I think the. uh, I think he said, I'm going to go ahead and retire at (laughs) halftime. Stole stole my line, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, about that end of the season thing. About that end of the season thing. And if you're the steel, if you're the uh, Vikings, you still have two timeouts left and 142 now on this punt, and you gotta just go ahead and score again. I mean, you might For as sure. well try. Oh, you, Big Ben! Big Ben is livid. He's yelling at everybody on the bench too. I am going to retire at halftime. He's like, get Mason ready. <laughs> <laughs> Everything hurts after Put this. Put Mason half. in. <laughs> oh man, Mason's over there like, I don't really want to play tonight. Get Dwayne in. This is this is just terrible. 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 W- worst half we've ever been in here for a primetime game this season, right? Yes. By by far, and again, even if the score were twenty three to nothing and they were competitive, I wouldn't say this. But there it's like you can't even believe what you're watching on every play. That's a pro this is the worst prepared team or the least involved team mentally with what's Terry. That's of the Duke. Oh, That's the Duke. the Duke. You got your Duke yet? Oh, I got my Duke. You got it, Duke? Yeah. Oh, I got yeah. My Duke. Just like this Najee Harris bet's going to kill me, man. He's not going to get there. He's not going to get there. Not going to get the seven and a half rushing touchdowns. Oh, if he, oh, if, if Justin Jefferson breaks that tackle, mm. he may score. <laughs> it's just how bad that is. The the problem when the when the Steelers have these games where they can't pass the ball at all, the run, the run becomes so obvious to teams. You know, like so Najee always he, he gets held. It feels like he goes for ninety or he gets held to twenty yards. I mean, like, he's got seven carries for seventeen yards. Like right you, now. like you said, Kelly. Even the Minnesota Vikings can't make this game close. Yeah, they can't. 
And boy, Lord knows they do every game. But even even they can in this one. But they Ooh. do try. Ooh. Yeah, like Kirk will throw Kirk, an interception Kirk, Kirk at Cousins some point. Just, you know? just said, watch this. Right. <laughs> Hold almost, my beer. Almost threw a pick. Big, so big with ben, that, do big we get ben like the... Ben is so bad. Big, Ben's head keeps shaking. He's still mad. Well, I mean, he's got no chance. It's four, uh, four sacks, 31 yards. Third and 10, do we just get a... Do, does, is it like Zimmer shell engaged here? Is this like a a run ninety percent of the time, or or is he just like you know what I like this whole scoring a lot thing? <laughs> What's he gonna do here? Third and ten is on twelve. Yeah. Forty uh, fifty seven seconds left. Steelers have one timeout. Yeah, so it's okay. not that Zimmer shell engaged. And there's oh, Dalvin. Gonna, Cook. Oh, I thought he was gonna get there. Oh my god, he got eight or nine. That is, uh, I think that's gonna take us to three hundred total yards for the Vikings and forty three for the Steelers. Steelers, I would assume, did use their final timeout. They did. It's Mike Tomlin gonna say after this game. Yards per play, 8.1 and 1.8. So bad. So, so bad. That, that, should, that, that should, though, get Dalvin to 150, too, right? 150 first-half rush yards? Yeah, 153. Here are, uh, here are my bets this weekend, which three of which will look very familiar to you. I, I too, am on the Browns, Buccaneers, and Cardinals. But we're oppo on the other one. I'm on Washington. Um, I hear everything you're saying about it, but... I just don't think Dak is right. We'll see how we'll see how involved Amari Amar Cooper is. And that's here. a plus four. That's a plus four. Yes, yeah, please. Plus four. No, I didn't. I didn't do alternate. Just, just alt line. Alt line minus four. So confident. So confident. <laughs> I was like, I don't need the plus. That's what I heard through his text message. Give me the minus. <laughs> yeah, it's a plus four on Washington. And uh, listen, Washington. It's it's Logan Thomas. It's Curtis Samuel's is not has not done anything this year. Uh, in terms of staying in the lineup, staying healthy. The Logan Thomas thing is big because Taylor Heineke needs that sort of safety valve. So it's back to how their offense was, where it's really Terry McLaurin and everybody else. But that defense, since the absence of Chase Young, and we don't wish an injury on anybody, but Chase Young is very reminiscent of an other uh, high redskin pick back in the day, LeVar Arrington. Both were great individual players who freelanced a little too much, couldn't do their job on defense. Warren Sapp famously calling LeVar Arrington, Mr. Can't Get It Right. I think Chase Young will get it right eventually, but they're a better defense without him in the short term, and they have proven that. They did it against Tampa, um, and they are doing it here in recent weeks as well. Certainly did against the Raiders. They did get the benefit of not having Darren Waller, but I think the Dak injury is, is a big deal where I don't think he's close to 100%, so I'll take the points. These these games always intrigue me uh, when we break them down, Where because we don't have many like this where, you know, you guys are split, and I want nothing to do with that game, yeah. I think. Like, it's the I, – I, I hear you on the defense. I, I love me some Taylor Heineke here recently, but, like, the injuries take it away, and I just I just don't know what to make of this Cowboys team right now because I don't that, – that, that what Dak looked like last week scared me a bit. But, you know, if they get all these guys back and if they're running at full speed, then it's Cowboys all day. So I think it's a clear pass for me. I don't I don't, I don't think I'm going to be getting in on that game at all. Jesus Christ, they're going the wrong way again. <laughs> <laughs> my dad making an appearance. And, and my, with no timeouts, they're just going yeah, to. Just, yeah. just go. Well, no, looks like they're going to run a play. I don't know why they are, but from their own 34-yard line. Pick six, please. Clock, <laughs> clock please. ticking down to five seconds. Please. Yeah, Ben said no, thank you. Yeah. We're out of here. 23 to He's nothing. Like, I'm not getting sacked again. Yeah. He's like, I'm not taking another snap just to get sacked. Honestly, like if you if you put a microphone at Big Ben's you know face right now, Wait. you said, is that what they called it? Timeout. 
The Vikings were calling timeout? Vikings called a timeout. No. Why would they? I, 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 that, I, okay, that's what the graphic says. They might be right. Honestly. They want to hit Big Ben again. Everything I was saying was if you stuck a mic in, in Big Ben's face now and you said, Big Ben, is that the worst half of offense you ever remember being a part of? He would say yes. And he's played since the Eisenhower administration. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they call timeout they call with nine time seconds out. left. They're trolling him now. Mike Zimmer biting his fingernails incessantly. Yeah, those look tasty. Hey, there. Mike, oh. he's up, oh. buddy. Jesus. Oof. You got to draw some blood there, man. Oh my God. Man, are those cherry flavored? <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, my two-team six-point teaser that's in the account. Titans and Seahawks. They didn't quite get the Titans uh, in a long position, but I'll take the Titans getting Julio Jones back against the Jags. Seahawks on the road against the Texans. Kelly. Yeah, I only got a few I've made so far, but I'm in Bucks Cardinals. We're all we're all in agreement, right? Wait, we're all on those sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Bucks Cardinals, and then I did the Broncos Seahawks teasers when these uh, Lions uh, Lions flu bugs started to fly around. Got in on that at eight and a half still. So uh, Broncos Seahawks. That's all I've got so far. Can I just say something also on this last play? Mm-hmm. There was no effort to even have some kind of funky lateral play there. It, it was it, uh, yeah. It, it was just uh, all his teammates stood let's around. Get some garbage yards. Yeah. And it's 23 to nothing. I'm screenshotting the box score of this because this is unbelievable. What a half of football. 21 and a half your live spread right now. <laughs> so I guess they're saying that the Vikings are going to take their foot off the gas. Now, 22, 22 and a half. <laughs> People are like, I'll yeah. take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. It is one of those halves of football, halves of football, where it's it's virtually unbettable, right? When you get in a situation like this, because you you don't know, you don't know are the, are the yeah. Vikings going to take the pedal off? Well, and, and, and Zimmer's history, right? Yeah. Of of letting of them back in, getting into a shell. Yeah, I mean, uh, here we here's another note. T.J. Watt suffered a groin injury and in his yeah. questionable return to tonight's game. I'll get back to something I said earlier, which is Pittsburgh beat the Baltimore Ravens this past Sunday. This doesn't make you want to pound the Browns more on sat on Sunday. We already have bets on the Browns. I feel like I feel like wow, this team the Ravens lost to this team. Man oh man. 23 and a half now. So everybody just back in the Vikings like 23 and a half. Plus 3 uh plus 3000 for by, the Steelers. By the way, our cir- our circum entry this week, we already know like 3 of them, right? Oh yeah. At least 2 of them. Oh yeah, Matt's gonna have to what text his uh, text text yep. him to me tomorrow. Well, I think four almost. Well, I mean three for sure because you and I are gonna put right. the three that we're right. that we're on together. So yeah, three for sure. Bucks, cards, and Browns. Tell everybody where they can watch your MMA awards tomorrow night again. Yeah, seven thirty Pacific, ten thirty Eastern on uh, over on ESPN Plus. Nice. Yeah. All right. MMA awards thirteenth annual. Thirteenth annual. All right. Good luck to you. Hope all goes well. The Bellator people are, You're not are involved. See me. You're not going to see me. So I mean, it's uh, not like I'm not on it. It's right. just I'm behind the. You know, Who's hosting the, it? Chael Sonnen. Oh, okay. There you go. No. All right, we've done all we could do. Nightcap next with uh, Tim Murray, and uh, oh, a special guest in tonight. Yes. Yes. For the late night. Scott Seidenberg. Scott Seidenberg's in there. Okay. Let's do it. Enjoy from Visa, the Sports Betting Network. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.